You're tuned in to Spirited Detroit, the podcast. I'm your guide, Bailey M. Bain, here to share my journey healing my mental, physical, and spiritual health through holistic lifestyle changes. This is our sacred space to talk about mental health, self-care, spirituality, and lifestyle. Thanks for listening. Hello, Spirited Community. It's been a long time without talking, um, but here I am back in the full swing of things. Um, I'm calling this episode a rebirth episode for a reason. Um, I actually just had a birthday this week, so, um, you know, no better time to have a rebirth episode than having a, you know, kind of a rebirth with myself and my life in general. Um, That being said, hello to all of my new community members on here. Um, I wanted to reintroduce myself because the last couple of months um, coming out of quarantine and and even so being in quarantine, um, things have definitely changed with myself. Um, And so that's why I think a reintroduction is in order. So hello, my name is Bailey M. Bain. If you don't already know me in person or virtually, I, you know, many of us identify ourselves with our job titles first, um, and I am trying to get out of the habit of doing that. So first and foremost, lately, I always say that I am an empath and a light worker because that is how I connect with people and really resonate with people on that deeper level. So um, that's definitely a quality and a characteristic about me. If you're questioning what a light worker or an empath is, um, I'm going to make an episode here soon, I think. Um, I guess that brings me to the fact that I'm a dog mom. (laughs) I would love to be a super perfectionist and tell you that I'm going to edit out these barks, but um, I'm human, just like all of you, so, you know, sometimes shit's gonna go wrong on here. Um, You might hear my dogs bark or yawn or stomach scrumble or, you know, just part of human and everyday life. I also have neighbors with kids, so sometimes you might hear a little screaming in the background. Um, uh, neighbor, Neighbors and neighborhood. I am a Metro Detroiter. I hope that I'm connecting with a few Metro Detroiters on here too, but also hoping that we can expand our community to be more um, you know, nationwide and even global. Um, I know that we've connected with a few people, uh, in like Denmark and Germany and, um, you know, just all around the world, which is super fascinating. And even so in our in-person meditations here in Detroit, we've met a lot of international people who have come to Detroit for work. So that's always a really fun, Um, way to connect we always say and I always say that there's so much power in human connection and that is kind of our main mission with Spirit of Detroit being a community organization for you know for the community members to come together um, for self-care and community service so it all kind of aligns Um, continuing on with who I am I am a girlfriend I guess you could say um I don't know how much longer that will last as far as the girlfriend title goes versus the fiance slash wife title goes, whoever really knows. But Cody and I have been together for almost eight years now. So, um, you know, marriage is definitely something we talk about. And as of right now, we are not engaged or married, but um, that's not to say that that won't happen in the future, near or far. (laughs) 
And then finally, let's get to my job titles. I'm a self-care advocate, so I've used self-care in my own personal life to transform my um, physical, mental, and spiritual health. So uh, going from a really nasty mental space and then figuring out that there were some physical illnesses that kind of went along with that, um, Hashimoto's thyroiditis and a genetic mutation called MTHFR that uh, were definitely affecting my mental health and my physical health. So um, being able to transform into this self-care space and becoming an advocate for self-care and just practicing self-care myself through yoga and meditation, Reiki, EMDR therapy, psychotherapy, journaling, um, you name it. I mean, that's everything that we're going to talk about on here has helped me in my healing journey. Um, and <clears throat> so from there, that kind of like inspired me to get certifications in yoga and in meditation and mindfulness. So um, I love to be able to use those modalities and healing modalities in my practice. Um, but I did go to college and go get a bachelor's degree in design. Um, that's kind of like where my passion lies. So I got a degree in advertising design from College for Creative Studies right here in Detroit. Um, I worked on Chevrolet's social media team briefly out of the gates. Uh, and then back in January of 2020, I was laid off. My position was eliminated. And it's kind of a good thing that it happened that early because COVID hit uh, around March, I would say. And they did another set of layoffs when that hit. So I have a feeling that if I didn't have, if I hadn't gotten started on this in January, then I would have been in the same boat in March. Anyways, <laughs> so I transitioned to freelance design. Um, and now I work for myself, I do social media design work, I do website design work, and I do photography locally. Um, so if you are a wellness entrepreneur in this space and are curious about any of these services, I would love to chat with you. Um, but it's kind of just been a really nice way to combine being on my own. It's been a nice way to combine my two passions of self-care and design um, because I'm working with clients who I really align with um, on a soul connection now, which is amazing. Um, I am, I've had some Reiki sessions done recently where they, they gave me messages at the end that were like, your spirit guides are just telling you you're on the right path. Just keep going. Things are going to evolve, but just trust that you're on the right path and, and keep going. Um, so it's, it's super exciting to be in that space. And I love that um, I'm able to help and support entrepreneurs who are starting out their journey in this same kind of way. Uh, so it's it's really fulfilling being able to do the work that I am passionate about and I could not be happier, but um, that has come with a lot of like setting things up on the back end and being busy and learning about who I am as a business owner, who I am as an employee, and how I get my work done, you know. Um, I don't have a project manager that's here to tell me what to do and when I need have projects due. It's all on me, you know. I'm a one-woman show, and I wear many, many, many hats. So that kind of brings us to the next topic of, like, where have I been the last few months? Because um, 
I was super active on the podcast and on social and then I just kind of like dropped off the face of the earth for a while. I was pursuing my yoga teacher training and um, all at the same time pursuing yoga teacher training. I, uh, you know, I'm trying to set up all of these different things in my business. I was creating a course, still taking on freelance clients um, and then, you know, just overindulging myself in way too many social media um, endeavors. So, Um, The last few months was kind of a, I kind of hit a wall where I was so busy um, that I had to stop. I had to take a step back and like really evaluate like why do I need to be so fucking busy all the time? Like um, somebody on Instagram put it the, uh, (laughs) sorry, somebody I talked to on Instagram um, this week had said that they relate to that in the sense that being busy is their comfort zone and I thought that was a really really awesome way to put it because I think that's true for a lot of us Um, but when we continuously busy ourselves then we lose sight of the present moment awareness that I so badly crave and our minds I think so badly crave too. Um, So between building a course, taking my freelance clients, taking photos, designing websites, trying to get my own website designed, um, trying to uh, do this yoga teacher training while trying to maintain Spirit of Detroit, keeping their social media afloat, doing a weekly podcast, doing a weekly YouTube video, a weekly blog, blog post, and then, you know, still trying to balance work and family life and, um, getting new clients which was like why was I even trying to get new clients when I had so many clients on my belt already um but hitting that wall it was like okay girl you need to stop put some shit down take a break figure out what's important what needs to be done first like prioritize set boundaries um but first you need to take a break um so that's kind of where I where I was at. I got to this point where I was feeling like just burnt out. Like my mind was super cloudy. I couldn't concentrate on anything throughout the day. I was having stress dreams almost every single night. So I wasn't sleeping well. Um, Every few hours I would be up and about. But then when I was sleeping, it wasn't restful sleep. Um, And all of these are signs of burnout, you know, like it really started to um, like make sense for me when I would wake up in the morning and I'd want to do my morning routine where I, you know, did my yoga and my meditation, but, uh, like that part of my routine was always fine, but like getting up out of bed was like, what's my driving purpose? Like, am I getting up out of bed just to complete tasks on a to-do list today? And that's what I think it felt like for me for a long time. So it was like being more intentional and like, what do I have to get rid of? And what do I have to um, welcome in more of in order to get the results that I want? So um, that was like, I kind of recognized that importance of needing a break because I was burnt out. So um, my brain needed needed some downtime before I was able to create. (laughs) Uh, and so I allowed myself that space. I actually had to get rid of a couple of clients because of this. And, um, 
you know, make that hard decision. And it was a hard decision. But ultimately, when you let go of something that doesn't align with you, it makes room for five more things that do align with you. And that's exactly what happened here. Um, Being able to get rid of a couple of clients helped me ultimately, you know, and these are clients that didn't resonate with the work that I wanted to be doing anyways. Um, So being able to get rid of those clients, it it gave me more time in my schedule to be able to invite more clients in that I do want to work with and um, start developing this course for those clients. Um, So it's really like this balancing game (laughs) of like, you know, how do you still be productive? um, And how, like, how do you still be productive, but still allow yourself the time to rest? And, uh, at the same token, it's like, how do you balance that while you are maintaining, um, you know, a work from home job, like balancing work and family while you work from home? That's a really hard transition, too. So um, a few things that I've learned, especially as a content creator, like when I felt discouraged, I found that I was tending to my social media pages and consuming so much content that was like, how do I do this or how do I do that and how do I do this and how do I do that when really I needed to sit in with myself and ask myself what resonated with me and how I should do this how I should do that rather than just taking somebody else's advice about that um I learned that instead of scrolling on social media creating content versus consuming content is always going to be more productive always 11 times out of 10, it's always going to be more productive than scrolling. Um, I don't think that's not to say that you shouldn't scroll just to pass time, um, but being more mindful of how much time you're spending scrolling and spend more time creating than you do consuming. That's all you have to do. That's not to say that you don't consume content at all because it gives you ideas, let's be frank. Um, but taking your break, taking breaks and allowing your mind this space of stillness, it gives your brain the room to come up with these ideas. Like you are never going to come up with an idea um, by just staring at a wall and throwing fucking spaghetti at it. You're never going to do that. It's going to just be a big messy fucking pile on the wall. Um, and then you're going to have more shit to clean up in the end. That's just, <laughs> that's how it is. That's, if you don't look at the wall and you go about your day and this is a really shitty metaphor i apologize but if you go about your day and you go and actively get the sponge and get the soap out and now you're just focusing on these actions of what you're going to do next your brain is you know empty it's not thinking about what you're going to create and you go get um you go get the stuff to go clean that up the idea just tends to come to you so I can't tell you how many times I'm just like taking a shower or doing the dishes and my best ideas come to me it's you know now that I'm saying this out loud it's super funny because I hate doing the dishes the dishes are my absolute least favorite task to do but I've had some of my absolute best ideas come out of doing the dishes (laughs) so lesson of the day do your chores (laughs) Um, But no, just like allowing yourself this space to, um, you know, take a break and and be have a clear mind 
um, you know, gives your brain more room to have downloads and, and be more intuitive about it too. Like I know that a lot of my ideas are from intuition and, and their downloads from spirit is how I like to look at them. And when I think of it that way, it's a really beautiful notion. So I have to kind of understand that, you know, thinking about something too hard never really gets me anywhere. Um, and working on something too hard never really gets me anywhere. It's just allowing yourself that nice, healthy flow and balance. So um, it was so easy for me to be able to just like work throughout my entire evening. <laughs> and uh, that just, that's what led to a lot of those stress dreams and like not having a good nighttime routine and feeling like, oh, well, I can just dilly dally throughout my daytime routine and then I'll just get everything that I needed to done get done throughout the day at night. Um, and then I just got into this like perpetual cycle of just unhealthy habits and um you know I'm not perfect I'm still working on this <laughs> let's be real um but I'm learning not to overdo it um so only giving myself a couple of tasks to complete or um doing four or five hours of work a day rather than trying to cram eight to twelve hours of work into one day um really gives me that space uh so another thing that I've been trying to do is when I finish a project um, or if I'm like transitioning projects during the day, I like to sit down and do a five minute meditation or even a three minute meditation in between um, switching tasks just to like ground myself and start to really like get into self rather than get into work um, because work doesn't get done without self and this this lifetime isn't all about work. It's not about what we can get done. It's about how we enjoy ourselves and um, I think that we can always access joy at every moment in our lives um, just by simply tapping into that present moment awareness and, you know, doing a little meditation. So I, with that being said, I'm guilty of it too. Um, I think sometimes we go through the motions of a meditation and we're like, oh, okay, well, if I just sit down and close my eyes and breathe, um, then I'm meditating, which yes, like... I'm not telling you that's wrong, um, but I will say that if you are intentional about your meditation and you're intentional about focusing on your breath, labeling your thoughts, um, like viewing your thoughts as an outsider rather than like, you know, we're not trying to silence our thoughts, but we are trying to observe our thoughts and figure out, not even figure out, but when we observe our thoughts, we kind of start to figure out where they come from um, and how we can reframe those thoughts so I think my point here is that do develop a meditation practice but develop a meditation practice that's more about doing the work than about creating a, um, a habit that you go through the motions of um, and I think for a long time I was going through the motions of just sitting down and letting my mind just go crazy um, but I've noticed this complete shift in my being when I actually sit down and I'm intentional about my meditation and I am actually really focused on the breath that I am taking. I'm focusing on my breathing. I'm focusing on, um, you know, labeling and observing my thoughts. Then that's when I'm able to come back to my work day as well you know with a clear level head and it, it's like this euphoric high almost like that's just that's how it feels that's how I can describe it as feeling and um, it just allows you 
to tend to your work with more mindfulness. It feels really, really good. So I encourage you to try that if you never have or if you have and you know that it feels good, then do more, you know. That's um, always invite more of what feels good into your life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've learned a lot of lessons in the last couple of months and that's why I decided to take a break. So um, I'm kind of, I'm starting to realize that when we love projects and we feel so passionate about these things, they deserve the time and the love to be put into them to be able to like be created and fleshed out well. I felt like for a long time I was rushing and spreading myself so thin like that I wasn't really getting the good quality work out of what I was doing. Um, so like that being said, any big or good project, it requires love and dedication and time. So give it that. That's what it deserves. Um, and then lately I've been like, I need to get back into the presence process again. Not that I need to, but I'm craving it again. So I think depending on how the rest of this year ends up, I might start it, um, December 1st. It's that 10-week process that helps you use your breath and meditation to get back into the present moment awareness. Um, but I still have been reading tons of books on present moment awareness. Um, let's see, where is my yoga teacher training book? It is called... Oh, it's the Yamas and the Niyamas. Oh, here it is. The Yamas and Niyamas Exploring Yoga's Ethical Practice by Deborah Adele. So that goes into all of the different, um, you know, modalities of ethics in the yoga practice. So I'll just read them um, as they are. And then if you pick up this book, you can read more about each of the things they are. The Yamas are nonviolence, truthfulness, non-stealing, non-access, and non-possessiveness. And the Niyamas are purity, contentment, self-discipline, self-study, and surrender. Um, and then the other book that I have been reading lately is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, that one is a super mainstream like New York Times bestseller list book so I'm sure that you've heard of it um if you haven't I you know I recommend it it's pretty great I can't even I can't even deny that it's um you know I think many of these spiritual teachers um and gurus if you will they're teaching the same me message of presence and present moment awareness, um, but they all do it in a little bit of a different way, and I, I really love and admire that. So um, that's kind of where we are, too, where we advocate for present moment awareness here at Spirit of Detroit, and, um, but we may just do it in a little bit of a different way than some of these other practitioners. So there's always that, but these this practice, rather, is helping me get back into um, into my routine and into my workflow in a way that isn't exhausting. Um, so I'm not trying to go back into my workflow after taking this break as a, you know, going right back into being super busy all the time and working myself so hard that I'm experiencing burnout. Um, a lot of what I have been thinking about and working on lately is how I can um, invite more, um, not even more like financial gain, but like maintain a steady income while 
you know, having to work less. Like, I don't want to have to continue to work 12 hours a day, every single day, um, seven days a week, because that's, like, that's exhausting. Nobody ever requires that out of you. Why would I require that out of myself? Um, So it's like brainstorming different ways to be able to do this. And so far, so good. Like, we're getting, we're getting somewhere. (laughs) It's not easy, and it doesn't take overnight, so I'll say that, but uh, it's just always a constant lesson to surrender to the present moment, and that's all we can do is, you know, that's all we have. (laughs) Right now, in this moment, we have everything that we need to um, get going. It's just a matter of what we do with it, so that's kind of where I'm at. That's where I've been the last couple months. Um, I've been home just like all of you, but, you know, doing the shadow work, doing the inner work, doing the the business work, <laughs> the work work. And, um, yeah, so we have some super fun things coming up here at Spirited Detroit. I am not officially celebrating my yoga teacher training being done, um, but I'm almost done editing these videos to submit for my yoga teacher training. So, woo, celebrate, celebrate. Um, you on the Spirited Detroit podcast here, well, I guess we're now Spirited Detroit, the podcast. So business updates, we are now Spirited, we are now Spirited Detroit, the podcast. Um, and then Spirited Detroit itself, the brand has, uh, and still kind of is undergoing a brand, um, uh, rebranding and update so rebirth now in personality and business and a rebirth in branding super fun I am um, I'm really pleased with the new color palette I think it is sophisticated and elegant and it's exactly what my vision um, had for spirited but wasn't really able to bring to life before quite as well as I think we are getting to now um, we are you're the first to know we are having a Black Friday sale the entire week of Thanksgiving. So we're going to launch that the Sunday before Thanksgiving. I think that's 1122, if I'm not mistaken. And then that will go all the way until Monday, 1130. So you're going to get eight days of 25% off of everything on the website. Um, so that is our cozy fleece sweaters, our yoga crops, Um, And, of course, our We The People shirts and stickers and all of that good stuff. Um, And then (laughs) I know we were planning to launch the Spirited Community in the beginning of September, um, but due to yoga teacher training being pushed back just a little bit, um, I am postponing that to official launch date is January 1st, 2021. It is a Friday, and I am planning to do a super fun launch event so the first uh the last week of the year we will be doing early bird admission and then friday january 1st we are going to have an exclusive launch event where we are going to go live in our facebook community and do a yoga class um, a meditation some journaling and intention setting for the new year so this will probably be a 90 minute event i haven't super decided yet but I am super excited for what this is to come. The Spirited Community, if we haven't already discussed, is our community, our private online community um, for like-minded souls to gather together on their journey to spiritual awakening. So um, we are really focusing on creating a, um, 
what would you call that a consistent routine in your self-care so um, whether you want to be consistent with a meditation practice or a yoga practice or journaling we are going to include all of these practices in the community um, for a small monthly fee or an annual membership fee and it's a beautiful space to gather for community collaboration and resources on our spiritual awakening so i can't wait to see you there um more announcements to come on that as we go through this month in the podcast and um of course if you haven't already and you don't already follow us at spirited detroit on instagram um we post updates there as they come i can't wait to see and talk with all of you if you Again, want to reach out, um, you can send us a message on Instagram at Spirited Detroit, or you can reach me directly on Instagram at Bailey M. Bain, and I will link this in the show notes as well. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends on social. And if you feel called, please write a review on iTunes. Your generosity and continued support helps our community keep growing. I'll talk to you next week on Spirited Detroit, the podcast.